the spirits up. Wait, is this the shit or is this Holocaust? This is the shit. Tonight. Sounds like it's from the 1960s. Why are my headphones so loud? Well, Sarah, because your headphone volume is loud. See that? Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? Thank you. Christine, are we really recording now? We are really recording now. Thank God. I do. But really, what's wrong with this? How is it any better than what? The Mariah Carey one? I'm going to warn you. I'm going to be very fired up and animated on this podcast today. I really am. Because so there's a, a lot going on. Yeah, I'm kind of in a bad time. mood. I'm kind of in a bad mood. Why, you think I'm too nice? Mm-hmm. Or did you just read the fact really? that the average person has sex 89 times in a year and you realize you still got 79 more to go before the end of December? <laughs> I've had sex more than... 10 times this year, okay? <laughs> 17. She was about to and say I, more than you, and then it was like, well, more than 10. No, she definitely did more than me. I've been asexual, like I said, for the past... Uh... Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Th- that is actually true. He has been asexual. So how many times, be honest, do you think you've had sex? I bet this you count him on two hands. Oh, this year? Maybe like 10 times, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But I can't even believe this. Yeah. That, God. I mean, do you even know what an erection feels like anymore? Yeah, Sarah, because I still have my right hand. <laughs> okay? And I was going to volunteer. And the internet. I could, like, blow on it your way or something. And you just think that'd be it? <laughs> probably. I think I'd think... probably scare it away forever. <laughs> oh, stop. You would welcome a blowjob from me. Oh, my. Okay, no. No, this one I wish I had a dump button here. Like, not even that what you said was offensive. It's just it really hurts my feelings. And definitely hurts my penis's feelings, too. Oh, God, that was for my mom. She listens to every podcast and gives us critiques. So that was for my mom, Alicia, in Maine. Um, Look, we have to talk about this Shin song, which dethroned Mariah Carey. I've been upset about this since the story came out last week. It's their cover of Paul McCartney's, uh, what is it? Having a Wonderful Christmas Christmas Time. time. Wonderful Christmas Time. The song's the word they just said. This is crap. Like a bunch of kids at a hipster party that you were just at over the weekend on Capitol Hill getting together in a band. But hold on though, like the Shins are really famous. I don't even know the Shins. If they walked in here to use the bathroom, I wouldn't know who they are. I'd probably kick them out for looking dirty. What do you okay, consider they... really famous? Mm-hmm. What do you consider really Dude, famous? Dude, they do huge concerts. Like I want to say I've saw them at the Verizon Center or something like that. What? Yeah. Uh, I've definitely the way, seen at the 930 Club, probably. I don't know. The voice you're going to hear is Bowtie Joe, who is a friend of ours from Saratine Mel, who is here today, um, and is going to be doing our first mass debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, aren't you, uh, isn't that great for you? When we thought of you, we were like, you know what? Joe should moderate mass debate. Yeah. So we've been doing this for, what, five minutes, and we've covered blowjobs and masturbating? <laughs> no, no, this is, is a mass debate, Joe. It's sorry. just a yeah. sorry, large sorry. debate. Oh, I'm trying to keep the show somewhat appropriate. Yeah, okay. here's what the, I don't know if you know this, Joe, but people close it on later on, but it's a mass debate. So the whole idea is we talk about a mass of topics, or we debate a mass of topics all at once, as opposed to just debating one single topic. Hence, the mass debate. Thank you. Yeah. I know, and I, I don't know why our former boss had a problem with it. Anyway, this is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas with you that has been dethroned. It's no longer the most played Christmas song. Now, this song is shit. Let's talk about songs that are shit right this here. This is such a great song. No. This song's a really good one. Really? You for my own. I guess I also realize that my opinion doesn't matter when it comes to Christmas music. What? Because I'm Muslim, so like, what does it matter if I like it or not? Like, it's not really meant for me. But you can still enjoy a song. 
I still enjoy the Gypsy Kings, and I'm not Spanish. I thought you were going to be like, and I'm not Muslim. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God, I am smarter than that. I'm, I don't know the word. Uh, the crystal toe. The crystal toe, yep. <laughs> Underneath the crystal toe. Sarah, why don't you sing? Look, just go, girl. You go. Look at this. Making up words again to the damn song. Can I do, baby? All I want for Christmas is you, you. <laughs> that was actually good. That, that was, was I held it. That was good, Sarah. Yeah. You know, wow. I had read somewhere that anybody can sing. Anybody can sing. Anyone. The key word is well. Oh well, whatever. I mean, yeah, but if I had training, I'm sure I could sing. Okay. Yeah, it's that easy. We'd on, be honest, be honest, straight up, because you're in a band called Bonnie Rash. Yes. If I took singing lessons for four months, would you allow me to do a song duet with you? Absolutely, but we'd have to auto-tune the shit out of you. <laughs> Why? That I'm is down. not true. That is not true. Dude, how do you know I couldn't learn to sing? We already made a song with you, Sarah. Do you forget about that? We've oh, already made a song, and it's the intro. Okay, let's do it. Let's start the show, by the way. Hit the intro. singing. Co-host and mental therapist, Sammy K. On the cast pod, baby. On the cast pod. Also, our guest today is Bowtie Joe. We're going to tell you more about Bowtie Joe. You know him because he's the one that gave out over the $100 in free Starbucks mm-hmm. on our Serotonin Mel 107.3 Instagram. But now he's joining this show. Because let me just tell you, my severance check has almost cleared from Cumulus, and then I'm going to let it rip. So tomorrow... We are going to get a cease and desist. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> oh, I have such ideas. Well, and here's the thing. Honestly, I really did have a great experience, so I don't have anything bad to say. But I do want your opinions because I am about to drop some ratings numbers. Do you think that's wise? Yeah, why not? Okay, good. That's what I thought, too. Because I feel like our audience and the people that have listened to us and followed us deserve to know the real story, which the craziest part is the story is so bananas as to why they would fire us. I just I can't even believe it. Are you going to say that you really knew? You really knew that moment hit you when all of a sudden you played three Matchbox 20 songs during Sarah Ty and Mel? <laughs> you were like, oh, well, shit. I mean, I'm going to be honest. That was sort of like the first red flag that, that, that things were changing. But anyhow, I'm almost there. I'm almost out of the woods. Like I say all the time on this podcast, there's always red tape. So I got to wait for that to clear one more, like 24 hours, and then boom. Boom. I will have some stories and some numbers to drop on your ass. Let's do it. That will be on there. And then, by the way, Amos, who's the reporter from the Georgetowner, is going to be here, and we're going to sort of do a reverse 
interview where he is going to he wants all the dirt on 1073 oh, nice. the radio world okay so i said okay i'll answer any of your questions but you've got to conduct the interview live on the podcast with sammy and me so you're interviewing him interviewing you on your podcast yes, about exactly. his article about you exactly i love it what do you think that's on thursday okay but i have so many things i need to run by you like the naked girls what's the show in that was just an adams morgan oh, naked, naked girls uh, naked girls uh dancing, christmas stories na- okay yeah so they want to be on the show awesome but here's the thing i want them to come on tomorrow and i want them to get naked okay do you think that that's a reasonable request or do you think that's weird to write in an email no that's fine they, that's what they're known for it's like i don't know if a chef was coming you'd want him to bring food Okay, good, right? Yeah. So here's my thing. Do you think I have to volunteer to also get naked, like, to see oh, the process? <laughs> I was going to volunteer to come back tomorrow oh, until man. that point. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, mean, I didn't think me, about it that way. You've seen me in a bikini. How much worse do you yeah, think but it gets? Like, you've seen me naked, right? Yes. Because I've done all these things. That's fine. Like, because i got this weird squirrely body. So, like, I would actually feel more comfortable if I was the one getting naked just because I don't want, like. <sighs> okay. That sounds great. I just know that, you know, you got, Why? You got the phrasiacs. Yeah, and, and? I just don't think that you should have any sort of pictures of you even slightly <laughs> nude. I have a few fans, and this might excite them to levels of um, showing up at my door. But, you know, I'm willing to embrace that. And here's the thing. I'm turning everything in my life onto this podcast, which is why today's show is Choose Your Own Adventure, because I had so much crap happen to me this weekend, and I don't even know where to start. All right, well... Because I'm angry, depressed, and why don't we have any alcohol? I really wanted to drink today. Okay, let's do the first page. All right, so, (laughs) Sarah, if you're angry, go to page 47. If you're depressed, let's go to page 52. (laughs) Do you want to, which story? I'm going to throw out three teasers and you tell me which way we're going. All right, let's do this. And then every day we'll do a different one. Okay. Okay. One, do you want to know what happened when a man came running up to me over on Monroe Street when I was at the Monroe Street Market and yells, we made out once. (laughs) Do you want to know what happened there? Two, do you want to know the engagement ring drama from my life from the weekend? Or three, would you like to know why I spent $200 on an Instagram class, which now I'm feeling really bad about myself. Oh, man. All right. These are juicy. Okay, I want to know about the guy. For, okay, let's start with the basics. I want to know about the guy that you made out with. Okay, I need you to pull up a video yes. from right after you left 99.5, and we were, it would be October. It would be at Field of Screams, where I made out with a kid who alleged that he was 18 years old. Okay. <laughs> How am I supposed to know about this video, Sarah? Because it's, I think it got like something like 40,000 views, all right? And I think it just says Sarah Fraser making out, maybe at Field of Screams. Okay, it's still up on the internet. Because I'm not sure who recorded it. Many people are recording it. So I'm out with Dan. And by the way, because I thought of you this weekend, have you been over to Catholic University to Monroe Street Market? Uh, have I? No. Okay, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It's this cool concept where it's this indoor-outdoor market that they are, I think it's like 27 spaces. Okay. And it's all for local artists, and it's super affordable rent. So you apply, and then I think it's culturaldc.com or .org. You apply, you tell them what you're selling, various goods, and then for like 300 bucks a month, they'll rent you a space. So you can actually make money. Oh, that's awesome, though. Super cool, right? So I wanted to check this place out. So Dan and I go over. Dan's my boyfriend of two and a half years. I get out of the car, and I'm walking across the street, and this, like, super hot, tall guy comes running toward me. And he goes, do you remember when we made out? We've made out. 
And I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, like who is this? I'm thinking, oh my God, please let this be before Dan. Please let this be BBD. Anyway. Wait, you actually had, wait, hold on. BBD? That's a real thing? Before Dan. B. B? For Dan, BD. Oh, okay. I what did you like, think it was? I didn't know. I thought it was like, was like two BD, Bs so it's like BC, but BD. So, anyhow, uh, he comes running across the street. He's like super cute, and he still looks all of 18 years old. Nice, and he goes, nice. do you remember when we made out at Field of Screams? And I was like, oh, my God, you brought a sign there that said, Sarah, I just turned 18. Will you be my first kiss? And we actually made out for so long that people were yelling, please stop. And, like, parents were shielding kids' eyes. Because, like, I just went in for it. Oh, my God. That's phenomenal. Is it still online, though? Uh, no, Sarah, it's not. It's not? You, you found it? Brandon, oh. you found it? Wait, are you sure you found one for making out? What year is it from? Yes. It's right. from 2012. 2012. Oh, my God. Only 12. Yeah, email it over, man. I can't find it. Okay. I, that was, like, not that long ago. Okay, email it to me, Brendan. Yeah. All right, Brendan, our intern is on it. All of our interns are here today. We are fully staffed. No problem. Sharon's here. Hazel's here. Yeah, yeah, Brendan. Um, anyhow, so it was interesting. I mean, have you ever had, we've, have you ever been, of course, Joe, you're married. Bowtie Joe is married. Sammy is single. Hell but have yeah. you ever been with someone and then someone from your past comes up and goes, hey, do you remember when we slept together? Do you remember when we made out? It was just a really awkward moment. Here's the thing is, oddly enough, Sarah, most women are quite embarrassed of their past with me. And so they're not, like, walking up. Actually, what I do see a lot, though, is I'll be out and I'll see an ex of mine in a public space. And I'll immediately just see them, like, get their bill, put their head down, like, try to get the hell out of there. Okay, there's no... That's probably because you dumped them. You are such a catch. And P.S., I'm going to throw this out there... At the Sammy K, which you can follow him on Snapchat and Instagram, is about to be a millionaire. And I'm just gonna lay, I'm just gonna say it right now. You in like five years are gonna have a five. Wife. No less. A lot less. Yes, okay. Joe. Yes. Joe is Joe is our financial advisor. <laughs> oh, that's not a financial advice. That's just a guess. Okay, uh, you think he's gonna be a millionaire, Joe, in less than five years? Snacklins are really good. Are have you had good. any? Oh my God, they're they're amazing. Amazing. They're like phenomenal. They're so so good. This bag is like crack. Crack. Sammy is working on this top secret project. I don't know. Are you even it's allowed to say secret. the name? No, can we say the name? Snacklins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We debuted uh, right. three stars on At Sunday. Snacklins. Okay. I'm just going to tell you, these little treats, describe them, Sammy. Well, they're like, they're vegan. Okay, so they're called snacklins, but they're supposed to be vegan, gluten-free cracklins, or like pork rinds or chicharrones, however you call them. But they're just mm. healthy snack chips that me and my buddy Logan uh, kind of invented, and we just started selling them and marketing them, and we had our first event. We sold out, actually, which was phenomenal. What flavor is this? Uh, those are our Old Bay flavored, I believe. These things are the best things. Joe, when he let me try these, because I've been with Sammy from the beginning. There have been many different food items, right? Mm-hmm. There have been the chocolate marshmallows. Those were good. I make a lot they of random stuff at home. They were enough, okay, though. Okay, okay. Uh, the bread is amazing. Okay. The ciabatta is, like, on point all right, with all the right. olive oil. You make, actually, I'm trying to think of, the only thing I really haven't ventured in was the dried duck meat that you were doing in your mm, apartment. I do ugh, the prosciutto, the duck prosciutto. The, the duck prosciutto. I haven't done that. That's delicious. So when he brought these to me and I ate them, I was like, holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, These man. So, a million dollars. But if like, you ever had a pork rind, I mean, they're, they look, they have the texture of pork rind. They taste like one, only they're all vegetable. And they're vegan delicious. Yeah, and vegan gluten-free. and gluten free. Oh my God, you're going to be such a millionaire, and I'm going to predict it. In five years, you're going to be married to a super hot woman with major fake tits. Oh. And you guys are just going to be hanging out. And she's going to be like, I think she'll look like Gigi Hadid. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you'll be like, in 10 years, Sammy. 
she'll own half your company because she'll dump your ass. And, no, uh, I think you'll have great financial advice. You know what, this is why I'm depressed, is what happens in your life when you think you're gonna be wealthier than your friends, only your friends become wealthier than you? But what do you mean, how is that even gonna ever be a possibility? Because you can't, because this is a billion though, yeah. I dollar idea, and you're gonna wanna leave the podcast because you're gonna have all these snack lens appearances, no. and I'm gonna say, there's no way you can leave, plus, will you support me? I would. Like I said, we'd sponsor the show. Okay. Oh, thank God. I can't wait for... But yeah, no, we just so, started selling them. We just started selling them online. Uh, they're going to be in a... We're in negotiations right now with a bunch of stores and farmer's markets to get them in so come the new year. At so. Eat Snacklands. Is uh, that where you guys snacklands. are on Snacklands.com or if any of our social medias are at Eat Snacklands. Snacklands.com. S-N-A-C-K-L-I-N-S. So like so excited. Have to go online. Oh, my gosh. I just know this is a million-dollar idea. Like I said, when I ate the first one, I was like this with an egg salad, a cage-free egg salad sandwich on multigrain, a little lettuce, and some snacklings. My life. Nice See, I'm a dude. Guy. I love sandwiches. So good. Crunchy on sandwiches. Love it. You're into the crunchy? Yeah. I'm forwarding this. Uh, oh, wait. Maybe you were CC'd on this, Sammy, on the makeout. No, you weren't. Hold on. I'm CCing you the... But yeah, I want to hear about this makeout. That's, uh... So anyway, this guy is super hot, and we made out a couple years ago. How did at... Dan feel? Like, what was his initial reaction? Well, that was the thing, is like, I think Dan was, A, concerned that it happened recently, which it didn't. It was in 2012. B, I think he was just like, oh, okay. And it was one of those stories, I'm not sure that I ever told Dan. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean, is it one of those things where you got to go, no, oh, you hey, this the... one oh, time... One time I was... What, a little bit tipsy at a kid's event that I probably shouldn't have been at? <laughs> Made out with an 18-year-old? I wouldn't tell him that. Supposedly I hope 18. he's 18. But 17 is acceptable, right, in Maryland? If I was, like, 28 at the time or 29? I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear that. Okay. <laughs> complete deniability. He was completely 18. I know we checked his license at the time. I, I forwarded you the video. All right. So, anyhow... It was really so He was adorable. He was really sweet. He just said, hey, you know, a lot of people still talk about that video. Oh, I wait. Was... No, he's 18. So I said tongue or no tongue. Okay, tongue or no tongue. Oh, tongue. Oh, my God, Sarah. I actually remember seeing that video. I do. I swear to God, I do. I have never seen Don't this. See? We're still going. That was extremely long, Still Sarah. Going. Yeah. I know. How? What's the title of that video? Sarah Kissing Fan, oddly enough. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, he still listened to 107.3. He listens to the podcast. He was super adorable. Dan was fine with it. That's phenomenal. 20,000 people have seen you make out with a kid. Oh, awesome. Well, we got to break that record. I would like to make out with another 18-year-old and see if we can get 40,000. All right, let's do this. Who's <laughs> doing ID checks? Because I'm not. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. Anyway, uh, no, it ended well. I mean, Dan was really cool about it, right? I mean, why wouldn't you be cool? I think he has really no choice in anything. Like, I feel like stuff in our industry. Like, I've done a lot of really stupid, stupid, stupid shit, but it's always in the name of radio. So I really hope that people don't judge me for you know what I've done in my job. Yeah, it's entertainment. So like, I made out with you one time. Well, that's what I was thinking. Do you think now that you and I making out would get forty thousand views? No, I think it would get forty thousand thumbs downs. <laughs> Who could Are you I kidding? Make... I'd watch that 40,000 times. Oh, okay, <laughs> thank you, Joe. Mm, Who I... do you think that I could make out with that would get 40,000 views? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, someone... I want to double that. Who? Mm, that's going to be Older, tough... somebody older, someone somebody younger. Someone old, man. If you could find like someone like from D.C. that's just really, really old. Hmm. But, like, you know, well-known and old. Hmm. Who would actually do it? Yeah. Nobody. Oh, God. Nobody. <laughs> 
Nobody. That's like hopeless. You can't say that. So I do think someone. if you just, why don't you set up another kissing booth? Didn't you have a kissing booth once? I know that was an advice booth. Yeah, thank you. I'm I wasn't sorry. just like handing out free kisses. Like handing out handies. <laughs> no, not me. Um, all right, you know what? If you could think of somebody in D.C. that you think I would get 40,000 views by making out with, will you tweet me at HeyFresh? You need to follow us, by the way, on all of our socials. You can follow at the Sammy K. He only has one Y. Mm-hmm. On Instagram and Snapchat, it's at HeyFresh, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E, on Instagram and Snap. And then, of course, I, we have so many things to get to on this show. And I will tell you tomorrow, which, which story do you want me to tell you tomorrow? The awkward engagement ring one or the $200 that I spent on Instagram? I want to know about the $200 on Instagram because I feel like Thursday, we're just going to go for the big shebang, you know? The engagement ring, the interview, everything. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, okay, and the posting of ratings? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, all okay. that, all at once. All right, so tomorrow I'll tell you, I'm not sure if I feel bad about myself or maybe I just made a great investment, but I paid... $200 for an Instagram class. Okay. And I'm wondering if this is a good move or not. And why I feel like I'm losing friendships over Instagram. Which Apparently. is really weird. Yes. It's become incredibly like a competitive forum. You know, because people are making tons of money off Instagram, which is why I got sucked into this class. I know. One of my old fraternity brothers, uh, his family is known as the first family of Instagram. And they actually own like that at food, oh. at eat. At drink, like they own all those basic ones for because they just got on the ground level, got all of those. And now so now have, people are buying them from them. Well, no, yeah, but they also just sell like ads. People will pay them to put their product on at food, you know. <sighs> okay, so tomorrow I'll tell you the uh, the story about the two hundred dollar Instagram. You can tell me if you think that this was good moves or not. Um, and then we have so much to get into, but I want to talk about your weekend. I just want to tease ahead all the stuff that I want to talk to you okay. about and run okay. by you. Um, okay, so first of all, advice. People email us for advice all the time. Uh, a 16-year-old wants to know how he comes out to his parents as being gay. So I need your thoughts on that. Mm. Okay. okay. Uh, also coming up on the show, we're going to discuss, too, um, something that will bring your significant other closer when you do this in front of them. Do you have any idea? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Laundry? No, not exactly. Oh. Uh, Bowtie Joe. <laughs> has been a while. <laughs> Bowtie Joe is going to do our mass debate, and then redditors are now solving crimes. Did you see this big story over the weekend? No, I did not. A huge no. story about how Reddit and online forums are now solving crimes, but it's coming at a big, cro- uh, big cost for the victims' families. So I don't know if I like this or not. But oh, I there's the get- RBI, the Reddit Bureau of Investigation. I want to get your thoughts on that. And then also 50 things every woman needs to know about sex. We'll discuss that, too. And since you two are here, you guys, you can tell me if this is true because it was written by a female perspective. Oh, okay. But I want to know, uh, so what you were where that you were doing the snack lunch? How was your weekend? Oh, it was awesome. So on Sunday, uh, we actually debuted our snack product, Snacklands, at Three Stars Brewery. They have a big holiday extravaganza. Like 500 people show up, and they just have a bunch of like local vendors. They got beers, food, all this good stuff, and we got to debut them. Uh, it was an awesome response. I don't think people really, a lot of people were confused. They go, "How can they be vegan but pork?" We're like, "Well, they're not pork rinds. They're called snacklins, but they just look and kind of are similar to a pork rind, only completely vegetarian." Vegan oh. and gluten-free. So, okay, you're really starting your own business. Yeah, no, we literally, it's, it's been all like three weeks. We've been just trying to crank through everything, getting the business set up, tax numbers, bank accounts, trademarks, patents, uh, all of our health information, UPC codes. It's amazing to know how much shit goes into just trying to sell someone a bag of chips. <laughs> 
Like, what's been it's the most, amazing. What's been the most difficult thing so far? Because, you know, when you launch any business, the whole time you, you're learning something. Like, like this podcast. Hey Frage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. This podcast, every day I come in and I go, oh, my God, we need another piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Somebody sent me this thing, too, about advertising with Amazon. I had no idea. But you can become, like, an Amazon spokesperson and promote your podcast. I'm like, I got to get on this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so that, you learn things all the time. So what's your biggest takeaway so far? I think it's just been trying to figure out how we're just going to make them. Like how we initially started off thinking we were going to start the slow, uh. and then now it's just kind of getting bigger, realizing, oh, man. And just, I mean, I don't know the first thing of where to buy proper bags and sealers and stuff like that. And so it's just me getting on the Google. This is the euphoric moment, though, right? I mean, this is like oh, when, you feel, when you feel that, when you thought it was going to go slow, yeah. And all of a sudden, it just starts to explode, starts and to you expand, know that something's yeah. coming. And so we're just trying to get up, like, you know, right bags, the right labeling. Can I have one of these, by the way? Who's are these for? <laughs> you can open them, yeah. This looks so good. Yeah, you got to cut them open. Good Fine. luck at opening them, yeah. So, Give them to me, I'll open them for you. Are they got you? Oh, I think I got it. Oh, no, wait. Um, here I got you go. You. So that's one of the biggest things. So, yeah, I got this new company that I started up, Snacklands. And we're online, snacklands.com. We've been selling them, like... I mean, yeah, we're like probably a few days behind right I now. I texted Sammy Sunday morning because I thought it was Saturday, and I just said, "Hey, how'd it go?" He didn't respond until probably like seven o'clock Sunday night because he was just flat out just destroying. Out, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So now you need like a place to mass produce them, right? Uh, that's well, right now we actually have a facility that we're making them like for now to kind of get us through. In China, and the no, actually we're doing them here in D.C. in Adams Morgan. But um, we're trying to, in the long run, find a better larger facility well i, I want you to know straight up if you need my kitchen it's available good uh, as long as you have health codes i'm totally down with that no, that's the only know. problem I, I don't know dan cleans it dan cleans it yeah, that's good that enough good for enough? me <laughs> here what else happened to you this weekend because i heard you were at some house party oh my gosh i met up with mel which was awesome that, that's you eating oh the snack God. ones. So, so I met up with Mel and we went to this house party randomly. I don't Pretty really know good. how we knew anyone there. I ended up finding all the jello shots and pretty much drinking all of them. Oh I set God. all the alarms to 3 a.m. and then I bailed. That's kind of what I do at house parties. Why did you set all the alarms to 3 a.m.? I don't know. I think it's funny. Like, I'm not going to steal anything. I'm not going to do anything, but I just like to be a little bit mischievous. And so I just set your alarms for like 3 a.m. Are you like a phone alarm guy or an alarm clock alarm guy? I just saw an alarm clock. That was why I said it. I didn't even know yeah. people had alarm clocks anymore. Right? So, oh but I'm God. a phone alarm guy. I don't have a. I haven't had an alarm clock in years. You a phone alarm person? Yeah, total phone alarm. How long have you been doing the These phone alarm? Snacklins or cracklins? Yeah. They really are. Um, how long have I been doing the phone? Forever since. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I had an alarm clock. I didn't trust it until I got an iPhone. <clears throat> Blackberry is just a little bit weird. I will oh, say I yeah. did have that issue like when you were younger when like you would forget to plug in your phone and then all of a sudden it would die and then your alarm wouldn't go off. That definitely happened to me a couple of times, but now I guess as you know, you my learned. body uh, modified. Sarah, are you done eating so you can finish oh the God. podcast? Yeah, or these are just, I'm sorry. These are Old Bay? Those are Old oh Bay Oh my ones. God, they're so good. Anyway, I'm, I'll take those home. Um, no, well, moving on. So you went to this party. You set some alarms at 3 a.m. And but, dude, I saw Mel. She's doing fantastic. We were talking about it. I know I think she was kind of throwing out the idea of possibly starting her own podcast with, like, Hollywood stuff, which I thought was amazing. I know. She should. And then she should do that segment on the podcast. Exactly. I know. She'd be so good at that. And live from Hollywood, it's Mel. Hollyweird. Hollyweird. <laughs> That's a throwback. Well, hopefully she'll be on this podcast because uh, I want her to give an update about what she's doing mm-hmm. and if she's staying in D.C. or where she's headed and all that. So. And then supposedly I'm supposed to go see Star Wars this weekend with a good old Tyroid. Oh, yeah. You and Ty are getting together for Me that. Me and Ty and Dan. So jealous. 
Me and Ty and supposedly your boyfriend Dan's gonna come with us. Well, I think he's going. We're leaving for Detroit on Friday. So he's not coming I anymore. Don't, I don't think so. Wait, so did you have you guys an extra ticket? Him a ticket? I thought it was just you and Ty. No, we bought him a ticket. Remember? Oh, you did. Yeah. For Friday night. Friday at five thirty. It's an early one. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, don't, I don't worry. Think he's there. That's all right. We'll, I we'll think he'll be able to get. Right Luckily, it's Star Wars. Someone will come. All right, so you're seeing Ty, because people always want to know what's going on with Tyroid. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Wants to know what's going on with Mel, so hopefully we'll have major updates very soon. We're going to get a smoothie, watch Star Wars, maybe go for a brisk jog afterwards. <laughs> Ty is have very healthy. Have some turkey meat. I can't wait. <laughs> Ty is very healthy, and then it was always this, like, contradiction of Sammy and Ty, because Ty, yeah, would just eat, like, smoothies and protein shakes, and then Sammy... And I'd show up with, like, a hot dog that I ate half the night beforehand. <laughs> I brought on the rest for breakfast in the morning. You know, I would always take everyone's <laughs> drinks during shows or cocktail. You guys uh, could bond over snacklins, though. Yeah, we I mean, could bond vegan, over snacklins. Gluten-free, right? I mean, Ty would be down with that. You're right. Oh, you totally could. We got to bring back show us your cocktail because I need drinks ASAP. At 10 a.m.? I love it. Let me ask you this idea because on Thursday, since it's going to be our last show before we take a little break hiatus. for Christmas, a little two-week hiatus, I was I'll thinking... I know, Joe. You're I will. You're a faithful uh, fan. You want me to bring uh, in a bartender? Guy. Well, I was thinking we could bring in a bartender, or I was thinking we could declare our own drink like you're in high school day, and then I would bring in all the drinks that we drank when we were in high school. Oh, my gosh. Mad Dog 2020? Yes. Yes. Cold 45. Okay. Zima's with a Jolly Rancher in the bottom. They don't have Zima's anymore. What? Smirnoff Ice, yeah, same thing. Smirnoff Ice still. Smirnoff Ice with a Zima in the bottom, and then Rolling Rocks. I drank because they haven't really gone back and done like a retro drink. But I'm thinking, is well, that... you're not gonna bring any Malibu and pineapple. Oh, no, I never drank Malibu. Oh, and Malibu, pineapple. man, it tasted like something. Boone's lotion. Farm. You like you guys are like, sleeping on Boone's Farm. Malibu. Never drank. I think Natty. Boone's Farm is not beer, though. What is it? It's like wine, liquor, something. Oh, Boone's Farm. Yeah, yeah Boone's yeah, Farm. Yeah. 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 But do you think it's like $2. Some Andre, get like the bottles bottle. of Andre champagne for yeah. like four ninety nine at the Tenley Market. Yes. Dude, that was college. Should we do that? Or do you think it's just gross and torture and maybe we should have one of your cocktail no. friends come in? Personally, I think we should do that. But I think in hindsight, you're going to be like, that was the stupidest idea, Sam. Because you do realize what? that all when we nasty. were young, it's all nasty and it's all sugar. And it's just going to give you the worst hangover at like noon. Well, let's try it. I think we should do okay. it because you know I never All push right. myself anymore. I'm down. If you, I'm down. If you're down. Okay, it's gonna be drink like you're in high school Thursday. If you want to have a drink with us at your office, be sure to bring in your Smirnoff Ice for Thursday and your Jolly Ranchers. I love it. So tomorrow is Naked Girls, and then Thursday is drinking. I hope. I hope the women are gonna come on. Right. I just I'm coming feel... back both tomorrow and Thursday. Then come on back. Yeah, come on back anytime, please. Can you be our honorary beer or like uh, bartender? Sure. Because if you could get the drinks, call ready, me a bar back. I don't want to, you know, bartender's a little bit sophisticated for me. Okay, bar back. All right, absolutely. I'm just bringing you beers. Let me ask your thoughts on this, because okay. I'm dying to know this. This story was trending over the weekend about Redditors solving the crime of a guy named Grateful Doe. So this kid went missing 20 years ago, mm -hmm. okay? 20 years ago in Virginia after a van that he was in ran off the road in Virginia, and 10 years after the Internet's trying to close this case, the man only known as Grateful Doe has finally been named. Last week, according to the Virginia Medical Examiner's Office and the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, they confirmed that Grateful Doe is actually 19-year-old Jason Callahan. Yeah. And the man that was identified was done so by Redditors and Facebook posts over the past couple of years. Now, Callahan was originally from South Carolina and had been hitchhiking up the East Coast following the Grateful Dead's 1995 tour when the car that he was traveling in 
was involved in a fatal car accident in Emporia, Virginia. The driver of the car, 21-year-old man, was immediately identified by his family, but no one knew who the man's passenger was, and his injuries were so severe if it was difficult to even do a sketch to describe him accurately. Wow. So to make matters worse, the so-called Grateful Doe didn't match any missing person's report, which to basically summarize that was no one filed him no missing. No one filed him right? missing, yeah. So according to Redditors and Grateful Dead fans, they began circulating information on July 2005, but the search really heated up last December when Reddit became really interested in the case. That month, an Australian woman uh, that had um, a Grateful Doe subreddit posted a picture of what she thought the person might look like. She and other volunteers circulated the image widely, particularly within Grateful Dead fan communities, and also posted it places like, have you ever been on r slash Washington DC and BuzzFeed? It must, be, it must be Reddit, Reddit slash yeah. Washington, D.C., right? Mm -hmm. Most people have. So more than half a million people saw the photo, and things began happening quickly. In early January of last year, two men came forward claiming to have known Doe, whose first name was Jason, and who was from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, they also, other band members came forward, circulated the picture. A local newspaper picked it up as well. So finally, anyway, uh, through a friend, this little this boy's mom ends up finally or ends up finally 20 years later putting in a missing persons so they end up matching jason with that missing person so she filed a missing persons report callahan's mom 20 years later did you see her quote though it is the grateful dead in her defense she's like she just assumed he was still on the road with them probably well here they thought he wanted to be missing yeah that was her quote so kidding? here's why this story is getting a ton of backlash is because basically this mom is getting all kinds of like trolls and hate for not reporting her son missing for Ooh. 20 years. Yeah. No, she says that he was a runaway for years and years that wanted to be missing and they had assumed had left. It was typical of him to pack up and leave and hitchhike. So now people are, are really coming after Redditors and Facebook people going Look, you guys aren't crime solvers. You shouldn't be involved in this. And not only that, but you're bringing to the forefront a mom who lives down in Myrtle Beach who wanted no publicity. Mm -hmm. And, and you're trolling the shit out of her. And all these people now are showing up at her house. People are, you know, she's saying that she can hardly live her life anymore. And all because of this. And she had basically accepted the fact that he probably had died or taken a no identity years ago. So what are your immediate thoughts on that? Wow. Ugh. I mean, I guess that's just amazing to see the power of the internet. I think that's what I'm more amazed about is the fact that, you know, these internet sleuths can just pass around a picture and figure out, which in theory, when you have one police officer working on 40, 50 cases, it's impossible for them to really put forth all that detail, but someone has a hobby for five years, solve the crime, that's amazing. Uh, do I think the mom deserves to be trolled? Yes. You do? Yes, I absolutely do. I mean, that's horrible. Like, even if your kids are like, I don't know. I thought there's like isn't there this motherly, fatherly instinct that no matter what would happen, like you still would think you would still want to. Like, it's, you know, I always hear stories with my friends like, yeah, my dad and I got in this big fight, said I'm not invited for Christmas. Dude, within three days, the dad's like, all right, you're still coming for Christmas. You're still most soon. Like, everyone does that. I don't understand how you go 20 years, a year angry. Okay, cool. Two years, three years, five years, maybe even 10. But 20 years and to not even be like, Never filed even alive, like, And it'll yeah. blow over for her. I mean, this is just a little bit of penance. For what happened. Yeah, yeah I mean, she didn't report him for 20 years. Well, look, people are saying, look, he was 19 years old at the time. That means he, quote, wasn't running away. 
He was either traveling, moving, or roaming, but he's entitled to do what he wants at that point. Uh, for those of you who are attacking the mother for not filing a missing persons report, you don't know the whole story from this article. There are several other articles which go into the story in more depth. He was a habitual runaway. Once he became an adult, his family thought he had chosen to purposely disappear. They had no idea where he was. It was just wrong to put the blame on them 20 years later because this young man made a choice which sadly happened to lead to his death. Well, let's face it, it's the troll's problem, though. I mean, you can't be trolling these people. Yeah, you can't be the mom. Like, you're talking about it, but, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like you're going to affect the mom's life. You don't need to go to her house or any of this other stuff. I just think it's very fascinating because I I would think there was obviously a very strange relationship there. But I don't get why people are calling them trolls. Like, these people helped to find that your son that had been missing for 20 years helped actually solve the case. How are you going to call them trolls? I think, if anything, they're just probably upset because they put forth all this effort and all this just to realize that the mother didn't even give a shit to begin with. Aren't the trolls the comment people after the article, though, and not the actual... But they were the ones who were also probably... Like, people that are probably reaching out to her that got her information are probably the ones that were on Reddit helping pass it yeah. along, like... I just think it's amazing because he never had other siblings. He never had a cousin. Nobody ever goes, hey, whatever happened to Jason? I mean, that like, just nobody. is so strange. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. I read that story, and I'm like, why doesn't Reddit have a whole TV show about them solving crime? They're better than, like, 48 hours. You are right about that. They are When really are they going to get their own show? Uh, I think it's because it's illegal, isn't it? Why? Because they're they not actually can't, like, yeah, they can't claim to be solving crimes or to take crimes. I mean, isn't it? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, but why? It's, like, serial. That Sarah... Koenig, she's not she's not right. like a crime investigator. She's not a detective. Okay, I guess, yeah, why not? She's just telling a story, though. Well, she's like with, um, no, she was like doing like investigative reporting. Research. Well, yeah, they called it That's research. reporting. Like, I feel yeah. like Redditors and reporters are a little bit different. Have you guys checked out season two yet of Serial? You listened? It's the Bo uh, They just Roselle. had an article in the paper in the news today about it, too. Well, he is being prosecuted now, right? For, yeah, uh, I try not to read about it. I want to hear the whole story, the backstory on it, but... Uh, how was the first episode? Was it anywhere it's near crazy. the first? crazy. Really? I can't even believe... I mean, I, didn't, I don't pay attention to a lot of this stuff. Um, I, <laughs> guilty, I'm into pop culture more than I am, you know, so all this stuff. So are we. Yeah. Look at what but we're I mean, doing here. It's, and I read a lot of economic stuff. That's, that's about where I lay all the time. But, you know, this is just... The first episode was good. Really? Okay, mm. Bowtie Joe, I'm excited now. You want to hear I, something cool? A little what? fun fact? Never listen to Serial. You never have? You haven't never, listened to the first Never, not the first, the first one? one, not the second one. Oh my God, you got to download it. That's, I mean, that's the best. Serial is like why our podcast is going to have 25 million downloads. They give now, away a car. Everybody. <laughs> yes! Thank you, Joe, for listening. Uh, do you think farting in front of your significant other actually makes you closer? Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Really? Yes. This is so gross. I'm I love... so against this. You know, oh my God. Okay, I just, go like, ahead, Is fine. it weird that like, I look back at some of my relationships and some of the most tender moments have to do with us and gas? You uh, know, like some of the like most romantic between moments. Between someone that you're romantic with? Like, I remember there was this one girlfriend. I don't know why, but I thought it was like really cute. Like, because I'd wake up, we'd drink and shit a lot before the night, you know, so I'd be farty. I'd wake up, rip one. She'd be like, hold on, I got one too. And it would just be like this little weak fart, and she'd always try to match mine. And it became kind of like, I don't know, it became like this little cute thing. Every Saturday I'd wake up, she'd be like, hold on. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of strain. Well, okay. because 
she was trying to like match because to me it's so just natural and easy, you know. And you think that that brought you closer? I definitely think it did. It's like one of those things that if you can, you know, it's like with my friends. I have my closest friends don't even think about. It. They just fart in front of me and they're like, "Yeah, man." I'm like, "Dude, what's that smell?" They go, "Sorry, dude, farted, bro." Oh, like, and that's I just how. Like... And it's because we're that close that I don't want you to somehow hurt your body gastrointestinally just so it's, you know. You just kind of let it go. Well, that's true. I mean, you shouldn't... You shouldn't cork them. But this is so <laughs> gross. Okay, a writer for Cosmo magazine says that you really don't know somebody, and you aren't really close to someone until you've clogged their toilet or farted in front of them. Yeah, man. If you don't know their, basis. If you don't know their own brand, I don't even know how you could get married. What like, do you, do you know brand? Dan's brand? Brand of what? Sir, no. his brand. Like, his natural brand. No, like, his ew. natural, like, you oh. know... I'm like sorry. everyone has their own brand. Like if I'm in a room with my like with all my friends and I smell, I'm like Atlas. What the fuck? Like I just know it's his. <laughs> Why are you a dog? Like I just what? know it's his. Like I know it's his fart. I can tell when it's Teddy's. I can oh tell God. when it's you know McThrusters. Since I know their farts, you know their. How do you not know your friends' brands? Like I don't think you get in depth friendship wise, Sarah. That is so not true. I have wonderful friends, but I don't sit around and fart with them. If I'm not feeling well, I'll excuse myself and go fart in the other room. But Wait, see, but you should because you should Dan. be close enough friends to be like, hey, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> no, All right, so what were you agree. saying again, Sarah? <laughs> I disagree. Like, that's how it should be. It shouldn't be one of those, like, why but are you so worried about it? It's I, natural, okay? It's not like it's some, um, you know... I think a lot goes out the window when you start really letting them rip in front of the person. I think there is something to just not opening all that up. Because once you start farting in front of someone, I think it's a guy and girl relationship, then you're just becoming roommates. Like, you guys are just honestly good friends. And I know this because all the married couples that I know, like my mom and Andy, all these people who are like, they've been married forever and fart in front of each other, they're kind of like best friends. That's about it. But that's what you should be when you're finally getting with somebody, Sarah. Your relationship should be a best friends kind of situation. But I don't. Tia is my best friend. I don't fart in front of her. Celine, I don't think I. So like you don't like. I know for a fact the kind of foods that'll make Teddy fart because like. That is so what? Oh god. And that's just a friend of mine. That seems like you guys are too close. No, Sarah. It's because of you. You should be spending time with people you should know. Like. I hear, like, I'm with my friends. We are there the day beforehand. We both had the same meal. He's like, dude, I felt like shit today. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, well, note the self. Tikka masala off the list. I'm All excited right. for you because, you know, if you ever go blind, you're going to easily be able to identify people by smell. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I hear that you make it sound like we sit around and we try to guess what each other had for lunch. Like, no. <laughs> you're the one it's that just, said that. It's not like I'm like, mm, so you had blue cheese? No, nope, I believe a cob salad. Um... Uh, is that a raspberry vinaigrette? I, no, it's not like that, Sarah. It's just that if I'm in a room with them, like we're in the car or something like that, I'll smell. I'm like, God damn it. And I can tell which of my friends it was, you know, because A, they have the smirk, and B, they're the ones that, that look really relaxed. Well, this writer goes on to say that uh, farts actually become jokes and segues for couples. Exactly. She says that a lot of times when you have a really big fart, <laughs> No, you know what? Let's put a prime example. I know the greatest example of a great relationship that they fart in front of each other, and that is like their segue for everything. Mel and Brian. All right, they oh, talk they about fart. farting. T- they talk about farting in front of each other all the time, and it's like the funniest thing they do, and it really just brings them together because it's one of those things that you share with that person. You know what I mean? Like you're not farting in front of everybody, but I'll fart in front of you. Well, she says that couples now have jokes about it, and then she says you can take it even one step further and maybe name your farting. Like, you guys have a pet name for it, like Smellica. 
Oh. We're, we're about ready to do smell a cut. My dad used to always say, hey, Sammy, hey, Sammy, you ready to hear the, I got this new uh, CD I picked up. It's some Mexican music. And then he would just fart. <laughs> and then he I changed and he got more developed. And he'd be like, hey, man, you ever heard of cumbia? It's like this Latin kind of music. You ever heard of this? I was like, no. He's like, hold on. And I'd be like, oh, damn it, dad. That's so weird because my dad used to, when he would fart, he would say, oh, it's just barking spiders. Don't worry about That's it. That's hysterical. And I'm like, what? Just barking yes, spiders. Barking spiders, which actually, ironically, I thought if we ever needed a name for a production company when our YouTube show is huge, barking I was going to call it Barking Spiders. That's hysterical. After my dad's farts. So I understand that. Yeah, see, look, already just, just after this conversation about farts, don't you feel like we are closer together? Oh, I always feel like we're close anyway. I do. Joe's shaking his head now. Mouse in a motorcycle? That, that was the one I heard that I thought was funny. What the, is it? Mouse in a motorcycle? Like the, my dad, like the, the it was uh, my, one of my wife's friends' dad, or maybe my wife's father. Said, you know, when he farted, he said it was it sounded like a mouse on a motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I totally look. I think if you do it in front of each other, fine. But I just wouldn't go out of my way. Completely to name out farts. on it. You wouldn't. Completely out on do it. Do you and your wife fart in front of each other, Joe? Regrettably. I know. See? Regrettably, See? why? Exactly. I feel like it'd be. Oh you know, no. It is the cause for people to leave rooms. I mean, there's just no way. I know. I, I enjoy <clears throat> that Dan and I have distance on that. No. That's horrible, too, because I know how much fiber you eat daily. <laughs> like, you must be walking out of your room every 30 seconds. <laughs> Keep no. a pack, pack of matches next to you know? at like, all times. At this point, when you're sitting there, and he's like, all right, well, hold on. She's got, she's got some tea in front of her. She's got her magazine. Why has she got to walk into her room seven times and come back with nothing? Like, By he knows way. you're ripping ass. <laughs> What do you do, like, go in much. there and, like, just sit on a pillow and try to bury it in there? This is the thing. I don't fart that much because I've regulated my system. Like, you and I talk. I eat the same things. Wait, how many times part. a day do you fart? Uh, like, I can go some days and actually not fart at all. Okay, you know that's very unhealthy of you? It's the the well, average adult have... is supposed to pass gas ten times a day what? to be healthy. Are you being serious? I am being 100% serious. The average adult will pass gas ten times a day. Uh, okay, well, then, I don't know. I guess when I go for that colonoscopy, I'll ask. Because I don't fart, like, hardly at all. But now I feel like it's because I eat the same things. Like, I'm very regulated. And I have my citrus cell now. Mm -hmm. my, I have my scoop of citrus cell fiber. And then I'm good. Though. What? Uh, I don't know, man. It's, what? Okay. What were you going to say to me? Oh, it's actually 14 times per day. I'm sorry. I was off by four. <laughs> 14 times a day? Yep. Average That's person. And not true. Produces a, roughly a half a liter of farts every single day, Sarah. Mm. A half a liter. But think about the crap that people eat, too. Yeah. Oh, the crap. Maybe she just eats healthy, and therefore she doesn't need to pass gas that many times a day. Yeah, granola, yogurt, a few raisins, and then my citrus cell. Oh, like a little pineapple. And I'm, I'm really into cage-free egg salad, so I have a little of that, a little lettuce in a pita pocket. And did you know that there's actually a tribe in South America called the Yanomami, in which they fart as a greeting? <laughs> what? Oh, my God, let's go. Yep. How do we, so we welcome, we show up there, we roll up in our canoe. Yeah, and the Yanomani tribe, they'd come by and they would, the first thing they would do, <laughs> not wave their arms, they'd turn their asses to you and just go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, thank you. I'm here. And in China, look at this, another fun fact. In China, you can actually get a job as a professional fart smeller. Oh, that God. That is a true job. No. Who wants that? Although you'd be awesome. You'd be able to identify <laughs> well, Tom Singh in like a heartbeat. You go, oh, Tom. But <laughs> Is that Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady. That's definitely Tom Brady. Oh, my God. No. You would be an awesome fart smeller. I would not want to do that. You wouldn't even mind. 
Uh, no. Oh, God. And you've got that beard. I could just see you getting so close to someone's asshole, the flavors get stuck in your beard. Yeah, and like I sit there and I constantly <laughs> just taste it. It's so disgusting. This is when people clicked off, by the way, right before we got, right before we all got pink eye from the conversation. Oh my so, god! Okay, we gotta move on. We've gotta get. You get pink eye from your kid? No, from the Hate oh, Fringe yeah, podcast. No. Oh. Weird. Oh my god! Please still be on. Don't click off. Okay, we're close to 25 million views. This kid emailed me. And He's 16 con. years old. Mm-hmm. He needs our help. Seriously, we gotta change gears. His name is MJ. That's what he wants to go by because he doesn't want his full name out okay. there. And he wrote to me and he said, "Hey, Fringe, I really want to know. I'm 16 years old. How should I come out to my parents?" Does anybody have any advice? I don't even know. Oh, man. I know. How do you advise on that one? Well, I think, I mean, like, wouldn't you just want to be honest with your parents? Just, you know, sit them down. And at this point, I feel like a lot of the stories I've heard, especially from friends of mine, is that they made it seem like it was such a big deal to come out in their head. But then when they finally did it, like, 95% of them have really positive stories. The parents are like, yeah, we know. That's fine. We're happy for you. Da, da, da. Like, I don't know. I put this story up on my Facebook page because I wanted people's advice. And everybody sort of said, hey, you've got to know your family, right? Because it's different for different people, different families. And some people choose to write a letter to their family. Some people sit down and tell them whatever it is. So it has to feel comfortable for you. So Mm -hmm. my advice after putting that up there for AJ was know your family, you know, if you and what you're comfortable with. I mean, I would have a conversation with them. It's going to be difficult, I'm sure. But... You know, just to be honest and tell them. Because you're probably right. They may already know. They probably, yeah. I and mean, even then, like, it, I guess, it would ha- yeah, you'd have to just know your family. I really don't even know how to answer that question. It's something I would never even know. Any interns want to weigh in? Any ideas? Any recommendations for a 16-year-old who wants to come out to his parents? Anybody come out before to their parents? All my friends did rainbow cake. Oh, rainbow cake? So you just made <laughs> a rainbow cake idea. for their parents? Were like, hey, by the way, stereotypical? I, I agree with know your family. Know, know your, your family? family. Who your family is and how your relationship is with them. Yeah, I think that's really good. So I just felt like that was a tough email because, you know, he really wanted our advice. So, I I mean, it has to be a hard secret to keep, you know. So I'm sure getting it off your chest will make you feel really great. And, yeah, I mean, knowing your family and just being truthful. And I think, hopefully, I mean, I'm just, like, thinking to myself, oh, my God, I want to write him back. And I just hope his family's open. Because that's the only part. What I would do, I'd recommend playing your family a little song by this group called Electric Six. Electric Six? You ever heard of them before? No. I want to take you to a gay bar. Yeah. No, you never heard that song before? No. No, oh, Electric Six, man, yeah. Well, everybody thought that I was coming out on Facebook, and I said, look, if I were coming out, I would have my mom live on this podcast with Fox 5 here. Like, I would do it the day after Gay Pride. Did your parents ever actually think you were? Yes. Oh, my God, they still do. My dad actually, like, one time we got in this big <laughs> argument because, like, he said, he called someone, like, or some lady at the store said, like, the F word, and I got, like, really upset about it. And then my dad was like, why are you make such a big deal out of this? And then that's when they all sat me down and were like, hey, are you gay? Is that why you got so mad about this? And I was like, no. I just think it's a dick move to call someone the F word. Like, that's it. I know. And, I know, uh, yeah, no, I think like a couple years ago I was hanging out with my mom. I was like, guess what? And she was like, you're gay. I was like, no, but where did that come from? What? Okay. She's like, oh, whatever, I don't know. 
you know, you can be whatever you want. That's what she says. And then like this past Thanksgiving, she was making some joke about how I was dating a woman in college. I was like, mom, you can't make that joke like so flat out because people are gonna think it's true. But you weren't She's dating like, a woman in college? Oh, I thought no, you did. No, I was never like, no, I never dated a woman. I mean, I never, I never. It was just a succession of makeout sessions. That's all. That's all it was. Like that was it. And so, anyway, my mom was just like really funny. I don't know. She like tells all these stories. I think she tells people I'm gay. Just college being college. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's what I said too. You could either do incremental or nuclear bomb, right? You could tell them one at a time, or you could just like blow away the entire family at the same time. I do think you got to know your family dynamics because my family's pretty open and and accepting, and but they talk about everything. So yeah. I don't know. You I mean, guys aren't as open as Sammy's, though. We fart in front of each other. so mm-hmm. That's all we do. <laughs> no, I mean, when we're home, everybody farts in front of them, each other. But like I said, I don't really produce a lot of gas. So, yeah, I mean, I just don't have a lot of gas. Okay, well, okay, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> well, I'm going to find out now. Like I said, I'm worried. Though, you know, I remember that I'm really cute. I used to date this really cute girl that would insist. She always say, better burp and taste it than fart and waste it. Oh. She was from West Virginia. <laughs> Classy. Very classy. So gross. Uh, our mass debate is coming up with our friend Bowtie Joe, and we're going to talk about our little partnership with Bowtie Joe and this podcast. But I wanted to run this by you guys just really quick, because this list out of 50 things every woman needs to know about sex mm-hmm. and why you should panic if he's not a good kisser. So I wanted to ask, since Joe's here, I'm just going to ask you this, because I would ask Sammy. But this woman's number one thing is, if he's a bad kisser, he'll be useless in bed. But why? Do you think that's true? Yes. Because she's just saying, if you if a guy can't master the art of a good like a good makeout, he's gonna suck everywhere else. It's like bad dance floor. Or moves. maybe we just don't have enough time, and we're just trying to get to business. Like no. busy people. Do you think you're a good kisser? I don't. I yeah, I think I'm a good kisser. Okay. Well, I made out says, with a bunch of like strangers and stuff. I've never, you know. She says the the first sign is if a guy's a bad kisser. A he probably doesn't have a lot of practice. B, he's not good at attention to detail, so he's going to be useless in bed. And three, she's like, it also shows a lack of effort. Yeah, it is weird, too. Like, I've, like, made out with this, like, nerdy girl before who just would stick her tongue and go, it was like a cat drinking milk. Like, that's kind of how it felt when she'd listen there, like, except for not being so rough. I just go, and it'd stick out. And then that's how you made out. It was weird, but fun. I'm just made out with a guy that's so aggressive with the tongue. Like, the tongue goes way in the back of the throat, and you're like, but don't you feel like people have their own kissing styles? Like, I never think if it's a bad kiss, and I go, oh, that's just their style, you know? Really? It's like a style, you know? It's like how people are like, oh, you're not a bad dresser. You're just your style shit. You so know? it's more about matching up with the styles. Yeah, you got to match up with your styles. Like, with your kissing style, has to match up with the other one. Like, I'm a very soft, like, I just like little pecs a lot. I don't like too much tongue and shit like that. Every once in a while, maybe. But if I date girls that are just all in a tongue all the time, I'm like, no, fuck off. Like, I just want to... Out. Thank you. Like, well, I'm worried about this. Number nine on our list is uh, if someone doesn't like sex, they're not going to change. Oh, All the oops. tips and tricks in the world can't teach you how to fake it. So she says you need to find someone that matches up with your sexual libido. If you two are not compatible in bed, it's never going to work out. So, but I think that's interesting. Do you think you like sex, Sammy, or no? I think I do, but I think I, uh, I don't know. I just think I have so much ish going on all the time that it's just at the back of my mind. Or maybe, and I feel like it's just like you haven't met the right person, right? Yeah, maybe. I will say, though, I recently had sex, and I definitely faked it. Really? Like, I've oh been faking God. it a lot. No, but like, I've been faking coming a lot lately. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of getting bored with this. I just want to finish. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'll just pretend like I'm done, and, like, that's it. And I just kind of walk away. It's my new thing. I've been faking it a lot. Like, women say they fake it. Oh, no, I have faked it with way more women than women have faked it with me. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
Well, I mean, that does remind me. Like, one of my favorite, and I could picture, I can't really picture you doing this because you're a more honest lover, but one of my favorite stories is the guy that I, the gym rat that I dated who just could never get an erection, and he was always saving it for later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same thing. Saving I'm, it for later? Yeah, he'd always be like, I'm saving, I'm saving it, for, it later. for later. Me, I just fake it. I, like, get my eye to twitch a little bit, pretend like it's really sensitive. I'm like, oh, oh, don't touch me, don't touch me, oh. And then, uh, yeah. You've mastered your I've vinegar mastered stroke. It. Like, I was trying to think, like, okay, how does it work? Okay, I know how to fake this. Oh, my this. God. Do you know, I'm sorry, I am listening to you, but this just reminded me. Remember how Dan suggested that we do a disclaimer? Why don't I ever remember to do the disclaimer at the start of the show? Oh, yeah, you forgot. Oh, by the this way, if you're listening so to the sexual. show, it's really sexual today. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God, we have so many young kids listening. That sixteen-year-old who's coming out to his parents. Sixteen-year-olds are having sex and doing drugs, Sarah. Oh my God. Uh, she also says, "I thought this was good. I have not had a threesome, by the way. I'll just be really honest. But I'm open to anything. But I always find these guys that are like, I, I attract the most monogamous person ever, right? Mm-hmm. On honest to God, like Dan could make love to me. Like if I had zero function in my body, like he could still be faithful. Like, Does Dan I call attract it making whoopee? Does he call it making whoopee? <laughs> oh, no. Be so tacky. Is that what he's like? Oh, Sarah, you ready to make some whoopee tonight? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. She says, if you fancy a threesome, do it with someone you're not in love with. It goes a lot smoother in your head than it will in your bed. And it's not much fun with someone that you actually care about. She says mm-hmm. it brings up a lot of insecurities, paranoia, and she says very hard for people to relax. So do it with a stranger. Agreed. Have you had a threesome? No. No, oh, yes. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Who was it with? The person that we worked with? I was in no, the same building. Sarah, Sarah, wait, hold on. Sex. Was Sarah, it with Jessica? Sarah, no, no. Sarah went on some, uh, got caught into hosting some cruise that she thought was a date. Remember that? Oh, And you yes. showed up with these two girls. Well, I ended up making out with both of them, but only hooking up with the one. But the other one was still in the same bed at the same It was weird. Real? Okay, so it wasn't like a full. It threesome. wasn't a full. We just kind okay, of make, make it out. Then oh, one well, passed please, out, I'm... and I was like, "Well, all right. Well, if she's left. asleep. Let's just." You oh well, I'm done that. Doing. Please, I've done the three-way makeup. Give me a break. I expect you to be more sexually advanced on this show than me. How am I the slut on this show? Because Sarah, didn't we already talk about? This? I'm asexual. Okay, fine. Well, I will bring the sluttiness. And no, I have not had a threesome. It's just to me, I have a serious like attention span. You just confused. It's so You're much. Like, yeah. So many hands. It's just like I don't know. Too many. Too many. Uh, what did they? Too many cooks in the kitchen? Too many cooks in the kitchen, by far. Uh, Also, she wants to remind women you will not get addicted to your vibrator. She says tons of women actually believe that they will become addicted to their vibrator and won't be able to enjoy sex any other way. She says that's not true. Don't panic. Yeah. Get a vibrator. I can't believe, I mean, we, you and I have mut- so many mutual female friends, like almost 30 that don't own a vibrator. I'm like, who doesn't own a vibrator yeah, anymore? Yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, actually it's funny, that's like a cell phone. Everyone should have and one. And every girlfriend I've ever had has this, like, they have vibrators. They sit there, totally fine. Like, it'll be in their drawer. Yes! And it's not like a weird thing. It's like, oh, yeah. She's like, well, you're not coming over tonight? All right, well, I'm going to go. Check out Vibe or whatever Sammy, the name is. To yeah. my vibrator. To my vibrator. <laughs> Isn't that how they sound? Trey Parker made a movie about this. Orgasmo. Orgasmo. Yes. yes. Oh my God. What's it about? It's about this Mormon that um, tries to make money by, I guess, filming in a porn movie. Only ends up becoming the most successful movie of all time, and so he inadvertently becomes the superstar porn star. While trying to stay a Mormon, really? He's yeah. in, he's in porns without drinking alcohol, drinking coffee, having sex, or swearing. Yep. But oh he shows up, God. and they have like stunt cocks that come in. So he'll like get all the way there, and I'll be like stunt cock, and they bring in the stunt cock. That's what he's talking <laughs> oh about. It's a genius movie. Yeah. That's Trey wait. Parker. 
Okay, so tomorrow we're we're gonna talk to uh, Bowtie Joe is here. We're gonna do a mass debate. It's Sarah versus Sammy, and um, the winner of this basically. What are we doing, by the way? Is the winner just gonna post the uh, Starbucks card? The winner gets to post the Starbucks card. Okay, on their Instagram. Okay. That's what we're gonna do. Over a hundred dollars in free coffee All today. Right. But here's my here's my thing. I want to tease to tomorrow because tomorrow I'll tell you about the two hundred dollar Instagram class that I took and Sammy. I found a guy in D.C. for $100 that will come to your place and teach you how to smoke weed. This is what I'm going to do first time. I'm talking to this dude about him. How much? If he'll, First of all, if he'll Wait, comp hold me. Hold on. You're going to pay someone $100 to do what I was going to do for free? Well, but Why this don't you guy pay me has a service. He's an expert. Yeah, I'm an expert. This guy has a service. Hold on. Let I me can find roll this. doobies blindfolded. Can this guy roll a doobie blindfolded? Oh, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know if you well, know this, but Sammy just started the same service like two minutes ago. But mm -hmm. do you want to be do you really want to be on camera showing me how to smoke weed? This guy says yeah, he'll I teach do. you about the potency, crap. all this stuff. Are you going to teach me about the potency? Oh, like it's really going to matter, Sarah. Your first time, you're going to be so rip-roaring high. It's not going to matter. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get that high. I just want a little. Well, if you're like most people, you won't get high your first time. So that's why I think what we should do is we should pre-get you high, and then the next day do it live on the show because then you'll really get ripped. All right, I'll Edibles tell you. the first time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this guy will provide it all. I'll tell you about that. Yeah, I mean, you might know him. I mean, I don't know. I probably, yeah, because, you know, all, all marijuana smokers know each other because there's only seven of us. That's why we got, you know, laws, oh, yeah, it's like doctors, a... offices, Well, you know all the Muslims, right? I do know every Muslim in this world, so, yeah. Oh, okay. Ask me well, about anyone. I want to be... want to talk about my Uncle Saddam, too? <laughs> Who's Saddam? That's a joke, Sarah. I'm not fucking related to Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Jesus. No, there's no Jesus in that well, one. it's not uh, yeah. like he's the only Humble. man ever to be named Saddam. I don't know. I thought that maybe you lived down in Florida with your dad. Yeah, Saddam. Yeah, my, I have my uncle Saddam and my cousin Anus. Okay, let's do the masturbate. Let's do it. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. And now, the masturbate on Hey Fringe. The masturbate is back. Uh, Bowtie Joe is here today. We introduced him to you at the beginning of the show. But Bowtie Joe was the awesome person behind the scenes that sponsored all the free coffee, the $107 mm -hmm. in free coffee when we were on 107.3. So he is going to be a part of the podcast. We're going to be doing some awesome uh, promotions with Bowtie Joe, some happy hours that you're going to come, meet us, hang with Bowtie Joe. We're all going to buy drinks. It's going to be amazing. You can masturbate in public. Masturbate in public. So today, Joe is going to be the moderator for this masturbate debate of Sammy versus me. Whoever the winner is, we're going to post the Instagram card on their Insta. And Joe, you have some topics for us, right? I so do. You're going to assign the person, whoever, you know, Sammy can argue one way, I'll argue the other. Oh, that's and awesome. I just want to say this. I, I have a, can I make a suggestion? Sure. Mm -hmm. I think that you should make Sammy do it in one of his accents because I think that would be epic. Because Sammy... I like the con hey phrase one. The one that he did See, the interview, the intro, introduction to the uh, original show. are obsessed with his accents. Obsessed. Sammy, the most tweets we get is about, I, I love Sammy's accents, the Swedish, the Russian, the Mexican, and the people love it. I love when Sammy makes fun of someone in their foreign accent. <laughs> they do. People love it. I know. Okay. I'll Comedians do it, do it right, for fine, a living. You know, I'll kidding? do it. Don't worry. I got you. I'm just... I want to win this debate, so the thing I don't want to give you all my secrets before I start. So no, don't worry. I don't want you to. Are you feeling like a circus clown on no, the show? No, no, I don't want no. you to. Okay. Sir, I just want to win. Okay. 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 I got right. this. Don't worry. We're ready. I got you. Okay. Topic number one: Are Christmas themed bar crawls douchey? Sarah, you have to argue in favor that they are douchey, and Sammy, you have to say that they're not. Okay. 
Okay, I, I'm already gonna drop the mic on this because they are super douchey, case in point, on Connecticut Avenue, right across from DC Improv on Saturday. Four dudes in obnoxious Christmas suits, drunk, walking down with red solo cups. These guys take up the entire sidewalk, major fucking douche right there. Uh, anybody that dresses alike over the age of 12, super douche. Uh, also, I think that in general, bar crawl themed things just inspire douche because it's almost like you just, the minute you're with one douche, they multiply. And have you been to Arlington? Just a bunch of bros mm -hmm. and broettes just being douchey. Mm -hmm. Everything about that. Okay. Somebody spinning in your face, douchey. Now is it my time to counter act your story or not? <laughs> yes. I should time these. Mm, okay. Give you the same amount of time. Oh, okay, First yeah. off, it is not douchey because everyone knows the key form for any douche kind of service is popped collars. There are no popped collars on Christmas. Ein reason why it's not douchey. The second reason is you're the douche yourself because it says Christmas time. It is the gayest time of the year, all right? So how could you be the one trying to hate on all the gayness? It's supposed to be happy, fun, happy holiday times. Because they're douchey. No, no, the only people that think it's douchey are the douches themselves. Excuse me, excuse me. Let the man talk. Yes, please, let me talk and speak and she. All right? And numero tres. Numero tres. You know, I just think that you know, Christmas time. How can you be douchey when you have so much eggnog on you? <laughs> All right. Are we sticking with that answer? I'm sticking with that answer. All right. Christmas theme bar crawls are definitely douchey. Ah. Oh. Wingo's to Sarah. Yes. Oh Boo. my God! I can't believe I, mean, I won. Shizas, that's crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. Sixty degree December weather. Awesome or sucks? Sammy, you have that it sucks. Sarah, you have that it's awesome. Sammy goes first, and you're on the clock, sir. Nothing is worse than sweating your satchel off in the middle of December when it should be negative 20 degrees, okay? I have been sweating. The problem is I live in this apartment complex. They turn the heat on in September because that's when fall fucking starts in this country. But now I have to have all my windows open and three fans going December 15th because, yes, my apartment is 80 degrees right now. Do you understand how much that is Celsius? 32.4. <laughs> this is bullshit. I hate this weather. And also, I never, ever, ever want to see someone ice skating in a miniskirt. Ever. Why? Because it's fucking cold out. Why are you wearing a miniskirt? Oh, wait, it's not cold out. It's actually 70 degrees. True story. I was in Georgetown over the weekend. <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm going Next. to do my accent too because I can do one as well. Maybe. I love it. Okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but maybe just stick with the hey yeah, phrase yeah. accent. Now we took an improv class once, and I had an amazing accent that everybody loved. Give us. Did you just gotta tell us what accent you're doing first? Because that's why it makes it funny. Because she's like, "All right, I'm gonna show you my Irish." So, how you doing? I'm from Ireland. Where you from? We're like, that's your Irish accent. Stop, I Who's the chick from myself. Trading Places? That who, who she sounds like at the very end when they're in train? No. Oh right. no, I don't know. First yeah. of all, I'm doing the same one you are, okay. which was. Um, would you say that? What was? What were you doing? It's kind of a mix of Deutsch okay. and Swedish. I am doing one too, Deutsch and Swedish, and I will answer why uh, 60 degree weather in December is excellent. It's excellent because <laughs> <laughs> we're never gonna get through this. <laughs> it's excellent 
because who wants to wear all those layers of clothes? Have you gone into a place where you wear uh, snow pants and snow boots? They are pain to get on, pain to take off. Plus, I love that all the people are nude in December. It's more time for me to see flesh and skin and uh, bodily parts. <laughs> That I, I turn on my air conditioning in December. It's like I live in another place. Uh, so I can, I live on the East Coast, but I can pretend I live on LA because I turn my air conditioning on uh, during this month. I also love uh, that it is sunny out this time of year. Uh, my skin is less dry. I don't like dry skin. It flake off into your food. I like also that you somehow switched Jamaican halfway through. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I am still German. I am what? German. I am a Jamaican <laughs> Caribbean to German. Yeah. She went What's from Swedish to Jamaican, and at the end, she's like, no, I'm German. Yeah, I'm, I'm German. German. <laughs> I'm German. Okay. 60 degree right. weather in December sucks. Wing goes to Sammy. Oh. Uh, now the final ties. question for the time All break. Right, fine. I mean, sorry. It's the final question for the time break. I am ready for time break. Plus, you didn't... This <laughs> <laughs> is so good. Just keep on doing it. <laughs> time break. You, you should have mentioned a glockenspiel. I mean, oh, okay. without mentioning a glockenspiel, you, you had yeah, to... Yeah, I needed that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who brunches better, Arlington or D.C.? Since Sammy, you live in D.C., you get D.C. Ooh. And since you live in Arlington, okay. or you live in Virginia, I don't know where you live, actually, okay. thankfully, um, you get Arlington, okay. and you get to go first, and I would prefer a Jamaican accent for this. Yeah, man, so you see, in Arlington, right, man, we brunch better because We're Virginia... right near the river. <laughs> we are right near the river, man, and then we raise the ham in Virginia, that's a place where the original ham originated from. So you get your bacon, your bacon, and then you get your ham. So I say that Arlington. <laughs> that's all right. I'll just let you evolve it. No, it's becoming bacon, super bacon. offensive. It is. It it's is. It's becoming so offensive. Okay. So Arlington, why? Arlington brunch is better because there are so many brunch spots in a very small radius. In D.C., you got to drive everywhere. Plus, there's a war on cars in D.C. Okay. D.C. hates vehicles, so you can't drive in. The only way you can get here is via taxi, Uber, or Metro. There's places to park in Arlington. Boom. Already better. That's why you brunch. There's more all-you-can-eat brunches in Arlington. Uh, I looked up some stacks just like you, and I found that there are more places to brunch in Arlington than anywhere else. All in the same radius. And you can walk to one, get drunk, walk to another. In D.C., there's only like one street you can do that. D.C. sucks. Okay. All right. Well, I think brunch is better in D.C. because that way, if you're having brunch in D.C., that means that you had a great night beforehand. People that brunch in D.C., it's not just about the brunch. See, in, in Charlington, or Charlington as I call it. <laughs> Okay, you know? Shartlington. Yeah, it's like a shit and a fart all mixed together. Shartlington. All right? So Shartlington, the problem so there is true. you have to go back to Arlington at the end of the night. You know what I mean? And so you kind of get that, 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 that distance in between. In D.C., you're going out to brunch. That means you had a great night, stayed in D.C., woke up the next day, literally crossed the street because, you know, we can live across from restaurants in D.C. We don't have to live in these weird neighborhoods like you have to in Shartlington. And uh, immediately you're there. Boom, brunch, mimosas, bloodies. Remember, all the good restaurants, no one sits there and is like, man, I can't wait to be one of the greatest chefs in the world and have a restaurant in Arlington. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we want to go to New York or D.C. That's another real reason. 
or pears. Oh, all right. But right. no, but in terms of defense, though, there are more all-you-can-drink, all-you-can-eat buffets in Arlington. So, sorry. Thank you. I didn't want ice. <laughs> Thank you for making Sarah's point for her. Sorry, I just, I don't know. Who I wins? mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm totally a DC guy. I'm DC everything. However. Yes. I mean, it is your podcast. So yes! You get oh, that's bold. Awesome. Yes! I want to be invited back. I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, congratulations. You're still my boy. Oh, victory dance. Congrats, Sarah. You are the best masturbator on the entire yeah, show. Yeah, I did it, y'all. Yeah, I did it. I knew I would win. All right, really? <laughs> really? Oh, my God. All right, we got to wrap it up. DC Improv has shows to get to, people. Uh, Bowtie Joe, we love you. We're obsessed with you. We're doing a Starbucks card on Hey Frage. Follow my Instagram, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E, today, courtesy of Bowtie Joe. You're going to be in a lot more because we need to talk about your career. Mm -hmm. And where we're going to see you out, where mm -hmm. people can find you, and why you'll be buying them drinks with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for coming by today, by the way. I loved it. Did you? Did you have a good time? Oh, I love it. Honestly, what do you think? What's your estimate until we get to 25 million downloads and listens? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about his, his business. And I was like, I was ready for that answer. 25 million? Man, I'm hoping that this goes as a mushroom cloud, too. It, it is could be, be a mushroom uh, cloud. I mean, I think that it's. it's uh, uh, I have no idea fire. about, to be honest with you, I have no idea about the podcast world, but I'm excited about it. But the snack lens, we know Sammy's going to be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have thought that, that the Adnan Syed thing would have blown up like it did either, but boom. boom. Yeah, who knows? Uh, follow Sammy at the Sammy K on Instagram and Snap uh, tomorrow. We have so many stories we didn't even get to, so wait. we'll discuss. Bye! There is one thing I know. Oh. Sarah, we want to come back tomorrow. Please don't sing the outro.